I know that as because I'm here this morning, I remember telling you that I was going to be doing a series on change. It's been a while. Um, but I'm not doing that today because I myself am under authority. So the authority of the Holy Spirit. So what I'm going to be sharing this morning, it's, I've, I've, I've tried to title it. I was asking the pastors to pray for me this morning because every time I write something down, the Holy Spirit is saying that's not what I want you to share. So I don't really have any paper. So anything I'm saying is as directed. But I've actually sort of titled it, Where, Why Are You Here? Why have you come? Or wherefore art thou here? And it's in, I believe that the reason why the Holy Spirit is taking me this way to share with you this morning is because of what is happening. But one of the things that I've told myself is, I am not going to mention that name. The name seems to be mentioned so many times more than some of us have mentioned the name of Christ. And I've refused to just mention it. So the only thing I'm looking at, and I believe the, what God wants us to focus on, is the cross and Christ himself. Hallelujah. So that is what I'm going to be sharing with us this morning. You see, I think Pastor Matty should have just continued and just preached what. The Holy Spirit was laying on my heart. The isolation itself, what the enemy meant for bad, is going to turn to good. And that's what we're going to look at this morning. The issue of the isolation. And I was um, confessing at the men's program yesterday that I myself am guilty because I have not isolated myself before the isolation came. And that in itself, it's one of the things that we are meant to be doing. But we're going to look at it this morning. Prayer can do anything that God can do. Prayer can do anything that God can do, but God can do anything. Do we agree with that? And for many of us, myself inclusive, the major failure in life is not praying. Do we agree with that as well? So let's look at the scripture as we start this morning. Let's look at the scripture in Matthew 26. In Matthew 26. And I'm just going to start from, in this passage, what has happened is Jesus and his disciples have done so many things throughout the day. They've been so busy. They were at the house of um, Simon the leper. They have just had the um, alabaster jar um, poured upon Jesus. So many things have happened during the day. But I'm jumping to the night. I'm jumping to the side that concerns us. Matthew 26 from verse 36. Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane. 
and said unto the disciples, Sit here while I go and pray yonder. I'm using the um, KJV as on the board. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then said he unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. And he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou will it. And he cometh unto the disciples and finding them asleep, and said unto Peter, What could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray, that you enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away again the second time and prayed, saying, O my father, if this cup may not pass away from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. 43. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy, and he left them and went away again and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then cometh he to his disciples and said unto them, Sleep on now and take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. Behold, he is at hand that doth betray me. And while he yet spoke, lo, Judas, one of the twelve, came, and with him a great multitude with swords and staffs, and from the chief, chief priests and elders of the people. Now he that betrayed him gave them a sign, saying, Whomsoever I shall kiss, that same is he hold him fast. And forthwith he came to Jesus and said, Hail, Master, and kissed him. And Jesus said unto him, Friend, wherefore art thou come? May the Lord bless his reading. Lord, this morning we just commit all that will be said this morning. I pray, Father, that indeed it will be received even by your children this morning. Lord, I pray that all that I will say will be according to your direction in the name of Jesus. Prepare our hearts to receive of you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. This is the situation where Jesus was about to be betrayed. And he decided at that evening to take his disciples away. And when he took them away, he took all of them. But there were three stages where he left the first 12 here. And I'm saying the first 12 because I'm beginning to think that when did Judas sneak away from them to then go and join to be betrayed? Well, let's assume after they left, they came, the 12 of them. And Jesus went yonder and he took three out of those 12. Peter and the two sons of Zebedee. So that would be, for the Bible students, that would be who? James and John. Pastor Marty, they are, they are. 
that we can go in deeper. So James and John. And please don't forget those two people because we're going to come back to them. And he went further yonder to pray. Now let's go to the scripture and look at verse 38, 37. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. He was very sorrowful. At this point, 37, he didn't tell them, but he was sorrowful. But nobody sensed it. Nobody noticed among the disciples that Jesus was sorrowful and very heavy. How many friends, how many Christian brothers, how many believers do we have that we are going through things and they can't sense it? I'll just leave that there. In verse 38, he then said, Then he said unto them, My soul, so he's now decided, since you are not catching the gist. You see, I can be telling my wife for hours that I'm hungry. She just, yeah, so you're hungry. Why are you telling me? Or, or I might be um, showing it, but I've decided to now tell her. So what Jesus Christ was doing here, in verse, saying, Then said he unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful. Can't you guys see? My soul is sorrowful. Even unto death. And then he told them, tarry here and watch with me. And then he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed. I also want us to notice prayer. He said, oh my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will. Not as I will, Father's will, but as thou will it. Now, as he went further, he came back to them, and they were sleeping. And for me, that was where I had the issue. Why are they sleeping? He told them he was sorrowful. He was sad. He wanted them to tarry with him, but they couldn't. I then realized, thank you, Holy Spirit. I, I realized that it was never what I've always thought, that it's because they were tired. You know, one of the reasons was because where Jesus Christ took them was a secret place where Jesus normally prays. It was not where they are usually used to in praying. Are you with me? Normally, Jesus Christ comes to that place. It, it, it must have been evening for Jesus Christ to have seen it, to have known where to go. So he left the 12 there, took the three there, and he went. That place where Jesus Christ went, came was a secret place for Jesus Christ. But for the disciples, it's more of a resting place. It was so comfortable, they were sleeping. Let us go to Psalm 91. Let us go to Psalm 91. Please, I need us to follow this because I believe what the Holy Spirit is trying to equip us to do is when the churches, like Pastor Marty said, are in different homes, you are equipped to be able to do what you need to do as a pastor and a priest in your household. Psalm 91, in the last two messages, Pastor Marty used this to preach, to pray after he finished. 
when the elders and the deacons met, we use it to pray. But I want to break it down this morning. Shall abide in the secret place of the Most High. Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I ask you that question. Where is your secret place? Do you actually have a secret place? Because if you come to my own secret place, my secret place is actually my studies. And I've got a mattress there. If you come there, if you are not careful, you will do exactly what the disciples do. You will sleep. Each one of us have got to have a secret place. In this time of that thing that they are mentioning that is happening and they are isolating you and I, we have to have a secret place. Are you with me, sir? And mass? We've got to have a place where I'm not talking being at home. And I, 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 I confess this, I have not been in that secret place enough that I should be. Maybe you don't agree with me. Let us go and look at Matthew 6, verse 6. I don't have it. I need somebody that has an amplified, because it is only amplified that refers to it. Anybody with amplified? Please, I want us to listen to Matthew 6, verse 6. This is amplified. Yours will call it. But when you pray, go into your most private room and, closing the door, pray to your Father, who is in secret, and your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you in the open. In secret. The person you are speaking to is in secret. So if that person is in secret, where should you be? In the secret place. That's the amplified. My actually says, Matthew 6. We've got to be at the secret place. Matthew 6, 6. But though when thou prayest, enter into your closet, the secret place. And when thou hast shut the door, why do you need to shut the door? It's got to be you and Father. Pray to the Father which is in secret, and the Father which sits in secret shall reward thee where? Openly. It is good as intercessors to come together and to pray together. Corporate prayer. But the one that we need for this, whatever you are calling it, is being in that secret place. And calling it forth. And when we have called it forth that it disappears and it goes to where it's come from, then we come and glorify God. You see, if we start to declare now that we don't want the churches to close down. I have a friend in Italy. And Italy is completely closed down. And they now have a red serene going on in the, in the city. And he said he stepped out just to pray. Sorry, I'm using two mics. He stepped out just to pray. And he was told, go back inside, in, in Italian. Go back inside. But he said what the Spirit of God was telling him is that that red light 
was like the blood of Jesus. So he wanted to make a declaration. Go back inside and be in the secret place. They have isolated you for a purpose, but that isolation will be for the glory of God. Let them lock us in, but we will not be locked in. Because whilst we are locked in, it would be for Father's name to be glorified. The disciples could not take it. They were sleeping. And I beg of you, this is not the time for us to sleep. Jesus came back the second time. And he asked them and he pleaded with them, why can't you tarry with me? You know the funny thing about it is, Jesus Christ actually stated how long he wanted it for. And as Pastor Matthew was saying it, how long did Jesus say? One hour. What could you not watch with me for one hour? I don't think he was asking for too much. But they were tired. I'm tired. You know, I cannot pray with my wife when we're on the bed because she prays for about 50 minutes. I want to sleep. She will start from the elders and continue to the deacon. I said, everybody is fine. Let's move on. <laughs> but when I'm in my own secret place on my own, the Holy Spirit does not allow me to sleep. In fact, I think it was last night, or this morning, I can't even remember. And she was praying. And I needed her to say, in Jesus' name, so that I can say amen. <laughs> but the prayer was so long that there was no in Jesus' name. So I had to be cutting in the amen. But maybe that's our own secret place. As funny as it might be, where is your secret place? You see, if you go back to Psalm 91, thank you, Holy Spirit. If you go back to Psalm 91, Verse 2 then says, because if we don't have a secret place, we cannot read verse 2. I know at the back they were asking me, is it the whole scripture? I said, I don't know. I just let Holy Spirit direct me. Thank you, guys. I will say of the Lord. Who will say of the Lord? It is only the person that is in the secret place that can say what you are going to say now. I will say of the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare. What is a snare? A snare is a trap. If you don't plan that trap in the secret place, the trap will catch you. I was on the train on Thursday. And I prayed before I entered the train that people that are going to be sneezing and coughing, God, take them away from me. <laughs> and this is why you know you need to pray in your secret place before you get there. The person that sat in front of me, I kid you not, he was completely drunk. <laughs> completely drunk. Why? And he sat in front of me, I sat that way, and as I was about to run away, he had McDonald's, and he had um, Coke, and he had an ant gel, everything on the table. He met me there. 
My friend came, a friend is a police guy, we are both in city, and he came into the train. Immediately he saw the two of us. He said, I'll see you. <laughs> and he went. As I was about to get out, two ladies came, and they sat beside me. So I was blocked in. So one sat beside him, and the other one sat beside me. And he was, and he was there. <clears throat> when we got to... Before we got to Bromley, he said, oh, somebody called him and he said, oh, sorry, sorry. Is this train going to Chatham? I said, yes. And the ladies were laughing. And they said, oh, you don't even know where you're going. I said, yeah, it's a bit. But I was preparing the supposed message that I wanted to share. And one of the ladies that was sitting beside me saw my computer, and, he, and she said, oh, he is the best person to sit opposite you. He's a reverend. <laughs> so that automatically means that I could not escape again. <laughs> and he started saying, oh, when I get to Chatham, he will tell me. And I started talking to him. And the lady asked me this question. She said, so you are a priest, and I don't know, I think this is a, like a common question if you're, you are a priest. This, this is what she said. If the Lord be with us, why then is all this happening? You see, they think that priests are everything. They ask so many questions. I don't know if you know the answer, but genuinely, I didn't know the answer. So I said, don't know. The guy, ah, you don't know. <laughs> the guy got to Chatham and he went into the toilet when he got to Mopen. Is, is that what? Mopen. Longfield or Mopen. One of, one of those stops. So I was looking for him because he needs to come out at Chatham. I had to go into the toilet and knock and he came out and he said thank you and he dropped that chatham. And I, w I went home. But I had to go home to ask myself that somebody has asked you a question and I don't know if they've asked you this question as well. Why is all this happening? Let's look at Judges 6. Judges 6 verse 13. I want us to pray this morning so I'm not going to take long. Judges 6. You see, this was the time where... And I realized that the same question that this woman asked in Judges 6.13, Gideon asked... And Gideon said unto him, unto whom? O oh my Lord. So let, let's start from 13, so I'll, I'll go back. If the Lord be with us, why then is all this befalling us? So people have asked this question before. If all this. Now, I don't know what the situation with Gideon's one was. But you will notice if you go back to verse 12, it says, 
And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Gideon did not recognize that. Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then is all this befalling us? He was more concerned about what is befalling us. But guess what was befalling us? If you go to verse 1 of that chapter 6, it says, And the children of Israel, and the children of United Kingdom, and the children of Italy, and the children of France, wherever it is, did evil in the sight of the Lord. Yeah? Now, Gideon has forgotten all that. Same with you and I. Whatever we might have done within the nation, and we had a message this morning, we have forgotten it. And that is why our prayer is not anything but God, just have mercy on us. It is only his mercy. He says that I would have compassion on who I will have compassion on. But my prayer is please have compassion on us. And this is where we are at. You see, in order for us to be able to stand at a time like this, we need God to strengthen us. When we go back to Psalm 91, we will now start to make that declaration from 7 a.m. tomorrow, after you have stayed in your secret place, then the declarations will start. He shall cover thee with his feathers. Amen? And under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. But for us to make this declaration, we have got to be in the secret place of the Most High. You see, we read this morning in the prayer room, Colossians 2.15. The Amplified Version says, He has disarmed, He has paraded, He has displayed, He has made a public nuisance of Satan. Yet, our mind is still telling us that if that corona should catch you, or I've mentioned it now. <laughs> you see, oh, God help us. Verse 5 says that thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flyeth by day. This is the only virus that I know, whether it is night or day. Pastor Mighty was telling us, I need to go and check when I get to work, that we are not having more legal cases, that even if you stand at a certain part of your fence, you are uh, trespassing because your sneezing or your cough can get to the other side. That is an arrow that flies by. Should we not bind it in prayer? That is completely, how are you going to fellowship with anybody? How are you going to evangelize to anybody? How can you tell somebody that I truly love you by doing this? And the enemy wants to destroy that. He says that 
nor for the pestilence that walketh in the darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand. But what? It shall not come near us. All this prayer has to be done in the secret place of the Most High. You see, if verse 1 was not important, we would have done all this prayer and then put verse 1 at the end. David wrote it this way because the importance of the whole scripture is in verse 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow. It is not possible for me to be under an umbrella and you are not under an umbrella and I will be as wet as you. I am covered. And if you go out of that umbrella, you will be wet. It doesn't matter how much you try to... You see, Elijah, when Elijah, in 1 Kings 17, Elijah said, there will be no rain. After he said it, please go and read it when you get home, he went back into a secret place. And he started to pray. If that was me, that I've just stopped the rain, the whole of Chatham would know. <laughs> but the Bible said that immediately he finished in verse 17, he went away, secluded, back into a secret place. Please, even after that thing has gone, we still have to stay in our secret place. It's not temporal. It's not... Is not by chance. Ah, because the enemy, you see, the Bible says that, and Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness because he needed to toughen him, and Satan came. But after everything happened, the Bible said that, and Satan went. Completely? No, he will not go. Pastor Paul was asking, Pastor Martin, in case I don't know, have you ever experienced this virus before? Has it ever happened? It's never happened. But let me assure you, something else will happen in another 10, 15 years. But if we are abiding in the secret place of the Most High, let it come. Nothing, nothing will affect even any of our children. We are praying for one of our families. is uh, is in hospital. And my prayer is that in his sensitive place, nothing will touch him. Because according to the scientists, it's the unhealthy ones that are catching it and so on. But we want to give glory to say, this one was unhealthy as at the time, but he's still alive. And that is where, what happens if you're in the, in the secret place of the Most High. You see, I want to say that in... Luke 9, he gave us one instruction. Because if you try to be doing all these things and you are not following instruction, we've done protocols, we've done everything, even though we believe in the Spirit of God and the Holy Spirit. But if you look at Genesis, uh, yeah, Luke 9, verse 1, the Bible said then he called his disciples. He called all of them, the 12. He called them together. And what did he give them? One by one, he gave them what? Power and authority over all what? Devils 
and to cure what? Diseases. One of the diseases that gave them the authority to, to, to cure was that thing. And then he sent them out. Why didn't he send them out before giving them authority? They have to be equipped in order to face what they are going to face. Even in Luke 24. Luke 24. Can I have the worship team? I just want us to pray. Luke 24. Verse 49. He says, And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But in the meantime, tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you be endowed with what? Power from on high. And as we are going today, we don't, we, we, we're not bothered about what the government is going to say. Let them shut for three weeks or four weeks or one day. It doesn't matter. But we are going in power so that by Monday when we start praying in our closets, ah, let it be known. Do you know that if each one of us prays one hour, if those three disciples, did you know that this James, I was going to tell you this and I need to tell you. Remember that that John, was that not the one that Jesus loved? Oh, he was. In fact, the scripture said that he slept on his bosom and he was sleeping when Jesus was sorrowful. So nobody can do it for you. We've got to do it for ourselves. If those three people had prayed with Jesus, that would be three hours prayer plus Jesus' prayer. That would have been four hours. Jesus was the only one praying. They were sleeping. So if each one of us should pray for one hour, one hour, just one hour, things would happen. But we've got to believe it. And as we are going up from here, we are going to pray. We are going to pray that, Lord, empower me. Listen, you cannot go out. See, I don't, I don't understand the virus because I don't know if you have to open your mouth for the saliva to drop in or... I, I, I don't understand. Dr. Abi is here, Dr. Femi is here. Maybe they will explain to us. Or does he, even if it drops on your shirt, you take it home, your daughter... I, I don't understand. But one thing that I understand is that, that Christ died on the cross and every disease as well was nailed on that cross. That one I am sure about. You cannot tell me otherwise. I do not know the thing, how it gets into people. I do not know how it's happening. But let us stand on the word of God that we understand and we know. The power that is above every other name. The Bible says that at the mention of his name. You see, it's not happening to us because we are just mentioning his name. We are just calling Jesus as if you are calling Yemi. When you start to call Jesus like he's meant to be called, the name above every other name, the name that when you call, things will tremble. 
then the, the thing would have to pack his bag and go and look somewhere else. Let them move away from Chata. Okay, we'll pray. Let them move away from UK. But let us pray and stand. If we do it, do you know what is going to be to the glory of God? Everything that we are doing, it is not for us to take the glory. It is so that Father's name might be glorified. I'm sorry, um, uh, sir, can we do, um, there's no one like Jehovah. I just want us to, can I have Sister Yenka, can I have Brother Femi? I want us to pray. Let's, let's rise up. I just want us to pray as we go in the might. If there's anybody that is already feeling under the weather, there are so many people that we have told to stay home because it will not be wise for us to be telling them to come. But you are here today and you don't feel empowered enough to face the challenge that we have ahead. You Please come out. Maybe you don't even know. Why can I call on a name that I don't know? Maybe you have not experienced him. Maybe you have not tried him. Then come out and let us pray with you. We are going to face every corner as we start to pray. And we are going to declare that there is no one like Jehovah. There is no one like him. There is no one like him. You see, the doctors can try. I have not seen anywhere in the medical record where he says that doctors heal. Doctors can only treat the greatest healer is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Let's, let's, let's just take that. Just, I, don't want to, I don't want us to be just facing one place. Face wherever you want and declare it that there is no one like my Jehovah. Hallelujah. Thank you.